0: And welcome to a brand new episode of Not Yet Rated. My name is Dean James. It's great to have your company. <laughs> and for all the latest news regarding our podcast, do check us out on Facebook. Facebook. And give us a like at NYR Podcast. Well, welcome back, Pie. Hey,
1: man. Hey, how welcome. are you? Welcome to season four. Season four, this is. Yeah, it's so good to see Dino out of rehab. Oh. <laughs> is that what we're calling it, <sighs> eh? Oh, just such a, you know, I mean, I know you had a hard time and so much intravenous <laughs> drug use, but... As I you mean, can smell. he's cooking <laughs> meth in his own bathtub. Yeah, pretty he's much. he's down the train. St- no. No. There's been many things. There's been such upheavals. It's been lots of
0: things out of our control, which has caused us to where we are now.
1: Flat tires. Yeah. Um, you know, on run the run. down voice. Run. Yeah, gone voice. Vo- gone voice. Literally. Yeah, both, gone of voice. Yeah, both, both of us. Yeah, both of us. Both lost our voices. Yeah, we did. Um, you know, on the run from the law. Very similar to the fugitive.
0: Yeah, absolutely. One armed
1: man. Mm-hmm. Fucking stole our microphone.
0: Yeah, I know. It was a
1: bit a Everything really. We
0: had a lot of stuff going on, so we had a lot of people say, "Where are you? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> What's happened? Is it Love no is longer? Tiff.
1: Did you finally just get fucking Jack of each? Exactly. Other? I think you've had over enough of it. this. Yeah. That was a fucking
0: three movie, and you gave it two. No, exactly. But no, we are back, and we're excited to be back in the studio. D.
1: The Curse of Fucking High School.
0: Yeah, High School Musical. musical. Now, speaking of all of this, High School Musical, which is of course a audience choice, which we had a. A couple of weeks ago, which we—it uh, yeah. feels like a couple yeah, yeah. of months ago. Actually,
1: it feels like the, the dawn of time. Yeah.
0: So, uh, Yannick Detko put in a audience request, and that was yeah, the 2006 film High School Musical. Now, High School Musical is unbelievably popular. Now, I've never seen this before. Ah, no, me neither. And there was good reason for why. <laughs> <laughs> Not only yeah, it's, because it's a musical, it's and a you music- fucking hate musical. I do look. Uh, I'm I'm quite surprised about this one. I
1: was oh a little surprised God. by it. Look, just, I am deeply unnerved I'm, by the motions of this man suggesting he doesn't want to spew blood over uh, this.
0: Only a few things. It was only a few things that actually surprised me. There's lots of other things that I thought. Oh, that is just appalling. <laughs> But I'm going to be very interested to see what you're going to think of this one because, yeah, actually, I didn't realise... I actually thought this was a major film, like a major studio film, but
1: it's actually... No. It was made for television. Oh, it's such a dinky production. Like oh, As well, soon as you just see the titles, you're like... Ooh, you were made for TV. Yeah. Look, and I was surprised by a bit by like that. Frozen. Like, Disney put some money into it, but they didn't expect it to do what it did. Well,
0: that's the amazing thing here. I mean, it was a $4.2 million budget. <laughs> so, yeah. 50 bucks in yeah, Disney terms. Pretty much. And it was made specifically for the Disney Channel, of yeah. course. And But, yeah, I was surprised by that. I actually, for some reason, thought that this was a film that had actually had a theatrical release well, and it the way didn't. that it's
1: spoken about and the way that it has <laughs> launched itself in there like you wouldn't have expected it to be like home media yeah no so i was surprised when- by it and, and it was one of those things as well where I'm like, hey, everyone's like, oh, you bloody Netflix isn't a category for the Oscars. You're like, piss off high school musical made how much? Yeah. Well, it made shitloads. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sure it yeah, did. But... And it, well, it probably rated really, really well. I do know, I think I'm pretty sure it got some Emmy nominations too. Yeah, like fair it's, enough. it's so weird well, that it's... when talking about Emmys, like it's, anyway, cause should be talking about Oscars. Yeah. Not with high school music. Yeah. Not <laughs> with this one anyway. So a bit, and then it turns out to have a, a couple of sequels too, which, um, so obviously it was very very successful and people yeah, loved we'll, it. We
1: don't we don't need to see those. No,
0: but look, I'll read the book. Oh, thanks. Look, uh, I don't even know if I read the book. So even if there was a book to this film, <laughs> does that mean they'd have the lyrics to the song? And you'd have to sing it out. Like really? how would that yeah, work? yeah
1: Sing it to yourself in the train. People you know, like, freaking out.
0: You know? Oh, got your head in the game. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, oh no, I've oh, opened no, up right. that can of worms. Oh, out. no. No. Okay. Let's begin with where it starts out. Now, by the way, so the film starts, <laughs> and this is one of my first negatives, and one of the things that I thought was so bizarre isn't it weird it is so weird it's new year's eve and yeah. you've got all of these high school people sitting around and they're having some no, fun no. except for some of them one girl in particular gabriella who's the main girl who's played by vanessa hudgens Hujins. or hudgens yeah and she <laughs> she's honestly i think from memory, she's sitting at this new year's eve
1: party and she's like reading a book oh dude you've skipped the have I skipped something oh even more important? God. The bizarre shit is that it starts with <laughs> some sort of like snowbound Aspen-esque chateau. Oh uh, yeah. Right? So everyone's in this sort of rich white people's playground mm. kind of situation. Up in the snow, and there's <laughs> your boy Zach Ephrons Yes, of course. Your yeah, Ephrons is playing basketball. So wait, you're on holiday at a ski resort and you're playing b-ball with your dad who's drilling you mm. on the b-ball while you're on holiday on New Year's Eve. It's bizarre, isn't and it? And then the weirdest shit is that mum's like, she has to come in and be like, boys, I want to go to the party.
0: Oh, that's right. And I so did forget he's about he's got
1: to go hit the showers and get his shit on. Yeah, he does. And Vanessa Hoogen's mum is like, you need to go to a party mm. with regular kids. Because they've got some Christian blue light disco running downstairs. It is so tragic, isn't it? And then he's like, oh, there's an underage New Year's Eve party. And he's like, yeah. So then the most unrealistic thing happens where they rock in. So Mm. here comes the hefrons into the said underage. Yes, correct. And everyone's just like boogieing in the worst possible. There's this lad. I swear to God, he's amazing. He's got a blue shirt on. So yeah. you can pause it and rewind it and have a look, peeps. Is that what you did? He's. I did. <laughs> you did not. I had to rewind it to look at this guy's oh. moves. He's dancing in a blue plaid shirt while sitting, like the biggest fucking muppet I've ever seen. I was <laughs> like, if you turn the music off on this and just have like a montage of the dance cuts, you're like, what is this horror show? What? A- it's hilarious. What about his hair? Oh, who's Ephron? Oh, Dunny Brush. Yeah. Oh, Dunny Brush. Oh, what a great nickname for it. It's so true, isn't he's it? He's got a you could Brush. You can use hair. it as a mop. Dude, he's just got a Dunny Brush. Yeah. Oh, it's so true. So, this weird sort of Amy Grant high Christian party where everyone's <laughs> dancing a respectful distance from each other. Amy Grant. Well, <laughs> where did that come from? That's the vibe of this film. Man. Baby, baby. Do they kiss? Well, they no, don't, don't
0: kiss. No, Dino. No.
1: Nobody. No. No one The only ones that have a mildly weird sexual relationship is the brother and sister. The brother and sister, which is really, really freaky. So, yeah, yeah. It's got a real sort of, like, this is the most vanilla of teen movies.
0: Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And then- There isn't
1: even a villain- well, what about the what no. about the drama
0: the drama actors? They're not
1: even villains. You don't reckon? No, they're just they slightly just,
0: dickish. But Yeah, because they want the roles though. They're yeah, almost dude, the but, antagonist characters. Yeah, but their
1: motivation isn't necessarily selfish because they're looking at the school as a whole. Mm. Like they look at everyone's particular station in a school. You got your jocks and your nerds yeah. and your drama clubs and yes. your musics. Mm-hmm. And they just want to keep it all the same. Yeah, I suppose. Not even necessarily about what they're doing. Like, they're not... Are they Hannibal Lecter? Fuck no. No, I guess not. There's barely a villain. Mm. Like, forget that it doesn't deal with sex, drugs and rock and roll. Mm. And... There's barely a bad guy. Yeah, it's an interesting
0: point because you often think about a lot of Disney films, and I know this specifically is more a TV movie than a, a Even in film. Beauty and the Beast, they kiss. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? it it's interesting because this whole film, like to me, like I understand what it's trying to do in terms of the stereotypes and all of that sort of thing, especially towards the latter part of the film where, <laughs> you know, I actually actually didn't mind that. I actually kind of liked it for its time. Surprising. It's quite surprising. You probably... Pies give me a little bit of a weird
1: look. He's thinking, f- what the fuck is wrong with you? I just like, he did hit his head. Maybe he did come out of rehab. No. Maybe there's stuff I didn't know about.
0: Uh, no, I just liked that Did you idea. fall asleep in your
1: car, in your shed, with the ignition running? Have I, you had carbon monoxide poisoning? I think one of the things I was doing when I was watching
0: this was trying to find aspects of positives, which is really bizarre for me. Wow. I know.
1: For a film was like it this it just to- a teen vibe? The Good time, teen vibe. just uh, Got to you,
0: maybe, maybe. But look, obviously, there's lots of other things that are just poorly, poorly executed. But anyway, <laughs> we'll we'll certainly get to that. I, I want to go to. Uh, so I want to <laughs> I, I want to talk about the New Year's Eve party for a minute. Now I want to talk oops, about oops, oops, Troy. Oops, yeah, oh, it's far from that. Oh my god. Now Troy and Gabriella, right? Yeah, so yeah. now Gabriella is a really, really shy girl, and what surprises me is about. Efron, who is trying to persuade her to get up and sing a bit of karaoke. But then the fact she just gets up and does it
1: and sings so bloody well. Well, she got put on the spot by the MC guy. Yeah, she did. 20-something that was in there, which is... That's the other thing that's so weird in this movie. Oh, no. Some of these kids, they're like, oh... We've got the senior dance coming up. They're like thirty-five years old.
0: Oh yeah. There's,
1: you know, how they do that thing with teenagers, like you know, Beverly Hills Nine One Two. Oh yeah. Luke Perry was like uh, thirty-five.
0: Th- oh no, he was literally. Yeah. yeah.
1: So this one has that a lot, but it's such a diverse age range. Yeah, it is. You know, like there's some real old people, and when you watch <laughs> them singing in the bleachers at the end, you know, they're up on yeah. the stands like going off. You're like.
0: What is this? But that is a very common trope that you see in lots of films anyway, is this whole idea about the older actors yeah, yeah. playing the younger characters. I mean, it's a common, common trope. It's it's beyond belief.
1: Yeah, so 20-something gets her up there because they yeah. put the spotlight on her because she's reading a book in the corner. Yeah, she's, she's reading a book ish. in the corner.
0: Like, how boring for a New Year's Eve. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, good. but in her defence, she's at some weird under... Yeah, it is a weird party. Under-18s... I, I will give her that. ...discotheque. Yeah, I will give her that. It's Mm. so bizarre, and everyone's getting into it. Like That's the thing that blew my mind. I I was like, what kind of cult do you walk in? Because, look, I'm old enough to have gone to a blue light disco. Oh, I went to primary school discos. Yeah, where you sort of stand. In the gymnasium. Yeah, where you stand on opposite sides of the wall, not quite standing, not quite dancing, Mm -hmm. and just sort of staring at each other like, Who's going to actually get in there and
0: do that dance floor?
1: And then two or three people will do it and you'll still be like, oh, yeah. Jesus. Like this, everyone was just like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah, let's mm. do this. Ooh, I'm mm. going to do my best and lots of arms. Yeah, you know, like I learned at a very young age, like keep the arm swing to a minimum. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like let the legs and the hips do the work and your arms just, you know, they keep them subtle. Mm. You don't need to helicopter around the place. These
0: kids were all over the shop, man. It's very reminiscent of my days now. Now I remember standing in the back
1: corner and too shy not to get Not quite there. dancing, not quite standing. Yeah, that's true. You nod as you walk around. No. You know, whirls with your mates and stuff like that. But this was just like everybody had literally done a line on the Gus bus before mm. they got in there and they were like, yay, mm. let's dance. And you're so like, true. Freaking me out, man. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. They sing really well, by the way. <laughs> I will give them that. I actually, honestly, I thought they sung really, really well. The song actually was kind of catchy. It's called "Start of Something New," Mm. and I really thought it was nice. It was a nice little moment.
1: But when they both sort of clicked on the yeah, yeah, I thought that was the absolute coincidence where the two of them have got amazing voices, except her voice. In the panther, Very
0: girly, though, like saccharin. Yeah, that's probably a better word. Yeah, sort of a sickly sweet on. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like hers is just mm. his is, you know, inoffensive boy band kind of levels, mm. but hers is so sickly. Oh, know, just yeah. yeah, yeah. You get a bit, get a bit over that,
0: and then we move away. Now, thank God. All of a sudden, I noticed this little bit of a, a common plot device here which i thought was very it reminded me of something at first
1: i know what you're gonna say oh okay i'm excited because i wanted to talk
0: about this too oh let's see let's see we're on the right page here so all of a sudden summer's over and or it's actually it's winter isn't it winter there so winter's over they go back to school and troy all of a sudden sees gabriella in her homeroom and i thought to myself is this greece tell me more more. (laughs) is that what you thought I thought, is this the same story as
1: Grease? It's got very similar sort of characters Very similar. And it's got similar, similar sorts of cliques. Yeah, it does. And similar sorts of side characters. Yeah. You know, you've got your Rizzo. Yeah, you do have your Rizzo. I agree. You know, so mm-hmm. there's parts of that. The other thing that you're introduced to at this stage is he finishes off his little duet and there's something that blows my mind in this film, which is they break the fourth wall and stare directly at the audience. Oh, and yeah. it happens all throughout this film. I noticed that. It's a little bit serial killery. Yeah, it's not. It's so he buffs out this song with her the first time and then he just sort of yeah. apes at the camera and raises his eyebrows like... Check that shit out. Yeah, look,
0: I noticed that quite a lot in the film, and that's definitely a negative. And one of the reasons why it's more of a... it it, It is a bizarre thing. But then I sort of thought about it. I'm not trying to put a negative to a positive here, but I'm trying to put in reasons why he might have done this, this film director. And it's probably because of this idea of they're trying to make it as though it's like a musical, like on stage. But then... I thought, mm, nah, nah, it's just ridiculous. It's, yeah, it, it is weird for, for the medium, and I don't think it works, but I think, is that why he's trying to do this yeah, fourth the, wall thing after the songs? I don't know.
1: All the other things, like in the classrooms and stuff like that, they're not staged. Like, no. You don't get that feeling. Like, even Sweeney Todd, when you watch it with Johnny Depp, mm. it feels like you're in sets. And the way that it's shot is like a television movie. Yeah, correct. That you've got tracking shots and stuff like that. There's no static kind of set pieces that Mm. would make you feel like you were watching a musical. Yeah, it's true. And It's only when they do those moments, and even then they're shot more like video clips. So they're using stage tropes, Mm. but they're using them in a TV movie kind of way. They
0: are. And... To actually add on from that, I find that a lot of the times in this film, they actually really don't break out into song. There's no, a few moments you they think do. That they're going to, and that's actually the thing that surprised me. Maybe Was the, the reason. lack of
1: songs in no, a high school musical.
0: Well, no, it's more about the fact because I hate that trope of when all of a sudden you're having a conversation. It's like, ooh, let's start singing. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Let's sing it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden you go back to normal. What do we need
1: on the shopping, my darling? We need some eggs. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's ridiculous. But I actually didn't mind the fact that they didn't break out in song. Like there were elements, like I think there was one part actually, now I'm trying to remember. Uh, Gabriella um, was in a classroom and was at that point where she's feeling a little bit distant. Then she starts breaking out into song. And I thought, oh, you've ruined it for me now.
1: Oh, are you talking about her solo? Yeah. Three quarters through where yep. she's on the stairwell. Correct. Looking deep into your eyes while yes. she sings about how hard it is to not get the guy and be dreaming about the fantasy thing that isn't the fantasy thing, and she's, like, staring at you. That is
0: exactly the one I'm talking shit about. She is creepy, dude.
1: Yeah, she is. Yeah. I
0: I'm know. like, this
1: is some serial killer shit. Stop staring at me, lady.
0: Yep, that's right. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Now. <sighs> so... Gabriella is now at the high school, East High School, by the way, is the name of the oh,
1: school. G- <sighs> <laughs> East High School, home of the Wild Cats. Yeah. Is there a different name for a, Fucking high school team in American movies. don't no. It's the most common type of name
0: you've got that. I think of Dawson High School from Rebel Without a Cause, and then there's Shermer High School from you know Weed Science and The Breakfast Club and yeah, all that. They've those. always
1: and, got varsity jacket and high school tracksuit wearing click looking dudes.
0: Sick of sick of it. I mean, this was two thousand and six, and look, I understand. How, what how they're long had Veronica
1: Mars been on TV before this happened? Well, like, that's come the on, thing. grow
0: some balls, people. I agree. It's 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 gotta completely go this tropes. But anyway, we're definitely seeing that now, especially in our filmmaking landscape that it is now. But um, yeah, this is where we find out that um, Gabriella is interested in being involved with the musical and the musical (laughs) Twinkletown. What of a bloody kind of name is that? Twinkle Town. I would not even do that in a primary school, let alone a secondary school. And this woman that plays the drama teacher. Jesus
1: Christ. God, is it
0: overacted. The whole film is so unbelievably overacted. Oh, yeah. That's one of its things. That's one of the biggest issues I have with the film is the acting. The acting is just appalling.
1: Through the roof, terrible. It is. It's so bad. She is so exaggerated and such a cartoonish trope. Like, I, I... it drives me nuts. She just me, me off.
0: Yeah, it, she pisses me off too. And the fact that she has detention and they're in detention, she's like, right, let's go and set up these props. Let's go and set up these flats. Let's do and this. Let's do like, that. And this is the theatre.
1: Yeah, the, you know, and you're like, oh, fuck
0: off. And even the teacher's interactions, like the PE teacher's interaction with the drama teacher. Yeah, because
1: like, big shock, drama and PE don't get along. No, they oh, never do. Never because, saw that happening.
0: Yeah, the PE always hate it when the drama is using the PE. Yeah, you know, why are you in? In my hall. Yeah, exactly. And and, and vice like, versa. like, why are you
1: playing balls on my stage? Get and your balls off my stage. Exactly. It's so true. Stage balls. <laughs> stage balls. I've had that condition once. Have you now?
0: Oh, gosh. I don't even know what that is. It's like stage fright,
1: but it's from your testicles. Oh, far (laughs) out. (laughs) Sounds insane. (laughs) Like you're worried, but it's only in the NAS. Yeah, you do. You
0: do. So, Gabrielle is really interested in trying to get involved with the musical. And then, of course, you've got Troy, obviously, the Zach Efron character, and.
1: The captain of the basketball
0: team. The captain of the basketball team. Now, obviously, later on, we find out about his teacher or coach, I think it is. It's the coach. And it turns out, yeah, it's his dad. And we we find out later on, and it's all like, "Oh, you got to be like your father, and he was a captain. He was a champ. Champ. He was
1: a captain. And he won. He was a champion. <laughs> and
0: then that's where you got to get your head in the game. Yeah, yeah. Stay and, in your lane. And that is beyond ridiculous. That's that actual moment. The intervention. Yeah, no, no. The actual <laughs> musical number of get your head in the game, and the fact that you've got all these basketballers who are telling. Tell Zach Efron's character you shouldn't be involved in the musical, and then all of a sudden they're doing a stupid musical number in That's the It's like you're bit. singing. Yeah, you're singing like, about that. I'm like, are you Are you ridiculous? It is are you the stupid? Oxymoron. Yeah, it's it, like it is an oxymoron. Yourself.
1: Isn't it an oxymoron? I'm going to sing at you about singing.
0: Yeah, you and like say, that? hey, buddy. And I've got to say to you, Troy, no, you don't do that. You are the captain. You're playing basketball. That's all there is to it. <laughs>
1: And really deep down. And she's the captain of the math leads. And
0: she's, yeah, that's right. She's in the math <laughs> science club or whatever it is.
1: Nerds.
0: Oh, uh, well, yeah, look, that's the thing with
1: this. They don't even call them nerds. They I call wouldn't... them brainiacs. Yeah, brainiacs. This is how vanilla this shit is. They don't even, so like a jock isn't a jock. They're like the basketball club. You know mm. what I mean? Like they're just dismissed, but it's never in the way it's like you're a dumb jock. Yeah. They never say the words dumb and jock. Mm-hmm. They never talk about the nerds being nerds. They're just like, you know, she's the brains.
0: But isn't it interesting, and Disney does this a lot, right, is this idea that they're trying to communicate certain types of ideologies and messages and that sort of thing without really making it unbelievably explicit, explicit. Yeah. they're doing it more implicit so that audiences actually understand those references that's I mean, how i find with disney that disney do a lot of that i mean sometimes it's explicit i mean Wally I found is explicit yeah and there's other examples too but but in this one i think that idea about what you're talking about in terms of a lot of those stereotypes and themes are very much more implicit because of the, the society and they don't want to actually pinpoint stereotype specifically but they're still using I, it it's it's bizarre
1: concept <laughs> well, I, think. I think disney does that with live action they don't give a fuck when it comes to animation no they don't they'll stereotype yeah. so hard mm. and they've probably moved away from that now but they've still yeah they're still doing it to an extent and I, and I think with live action especially when you've got you know this range of actors in this story who are from 16 to 40 mm. which feels like the cast mm. They don't want these words coming out of these characters' mouths.
0: No, correct. Yeah. I mean,
1: this has got to be one of the least threatening films I've ever seen.
0: In terms of?
1: The way that in it, everyone communicates with each other. Oh, I see. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, forget crossing boundaries or even bringing things up. Mm. And like when we were talking, so the villain in this story is the acting girl and her brother. So yeah, correct. Correct. Yeah. And that's the best you can get. Mm. And they've got their own de- ideas about how the production should go and mm-hmm. how the numbers should sound even mm. though they've got this little music nerd girl who's written it. Mm. And even then they're still not like we like our way better. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm. they don't even dismiss her work. Yeah, that's a good point. Like it's just this thing where they they literally don't like no one confronts anyone. No. So the big turmoil in this is they set up a camera when he's been getting on and they've been practicing, and him and Vanessa Hugens, mm,
0: Gabriella, Van, yeah. Vanessa
1: Jessa Hugens <laughs> um, are doing this thing where they're in there together. Like they do an intervention because they're like, we need your brain person to stay in the brain team, and we need your basketball guy. So the two groups get together. To break them up. And they do that by basically tricking him into saying stuff that he doesn't necessarily believe, how he believes, and he'll forget the girl and he'll go on with that sort of stuff. And he'll
0: go on to his basketball and focus on that. Which is
1: massively out of character since he already told them he was rehearsing with her. Exactly. because There was no surprise with this, and he was clearly someone that was there, and he came out and he said that he was interested in doing the musical to these guys like weeks earlier. Yeah, he did, yeah. So they've been practicing and practicing, and then – They goad him into saying these things and all of a sudden he says the most awful shit where he's like, I'll just forget this girl. And you're like, so out of character.
0: So out of character. And it just happens all of of a sudden. Yeah, all of a sudden
1: that switch is flipped. Yeah, so She goes up the stairs and does her solo misery number because (sighs) Prince Charming has called her a dick. And it's not what he did. No, it's not. And it's out of character. Like Mm. they didn't even do the drama, like the split moment between your two central characters, your star-crossed lovers. They didn't even do that with a sort of level of confront. It just made the character seem vapid. Like, mm. Efron, all of a sudden, you were like, that, what? Because he'd been standing up and saying these things to his friends for The ages. whole time. Yeah. Because mm. he was a bit nervous to get on stage with a musical because they'd tease him. Yeah,
0: well, that was the thing because they were, well, in fact, both of them were very nervous about actually auditioning for it. Yeah. Only because of, you know, these two characters. And but they how... both
1: wanted to go sing with each other, which was the establishment of the entire film. And that's right. And that should have been more that
0: focus, I think, as well. Yeah, same. Mm. It's like
1: it would have been more interesting if it was just you overcoming the sort of cultural and sort of the culture within the school, like Mm. trying to be the basketball guy that's going to sing. Yeah. And talking your mates around.
0: I would have preferred that because I like, as I was saying before, I like this idea about where it's kind of going. Yeah. Like they're trying to break around these stereotypes quite effectively. Yeah. Like, you know, getting this idea that the basketball coach or the basketball leader, whatever you call them, um, cap'n, yeah, cap'n, captain that's our, the word i'm looking for yeah the basketball, captain. basketball captain i says captain I. So the basketball captain, obviously, going off and being a musical, and if he's interested in doing that, just allow him to do it. Yeah, man. You know, why is society telling you you know, you're not allowed to do it? No, you got to keep your head well, in the game. you got to do this. you got to do that. Which I brings mean, us to
1: the only song that I like, which was the Stay In Your Lane one, where one of the other basketball guys pops up and he's like, I like baking. Oh, yeah! Was that in the cafeteria? Yeah, well, it starts in the cafeteria yeah. and goes around because you've got... That's right. He likes baking. He, and he likes goes... making creme brulees and yeah. he has to explain it, and it's really cute the way he does it and then they're over at the nerd table and she busts up and she's like I love dancing hip hop yes and she like fully pops and locks there on the spot I like that song she's like crunking too. out. yeah
0: I, I really like that too because I thought okay I, I see what you're doing here Disney I see that you're trying to break away from that but I wanted more of that I, yeah, wanted, so did I. I wanted that to continue and not to go back to these ridiculous tropes and saying no I'm sorry but you cannot go and do that because you've got to stay in this trope
1: yeah you know and the the one time they're busting out is mm. when they're doing it in a song, which is like a negative example of everyone pointing out why you need to stay yeah. in your particular clique and your bits and pieces. Yeah, and the only reason they turn their heads around is like, oh, both of them are now mopey. <laughs> <laughs> so Ephrod's like sad, yeah, and he doesn't want to eat lunch with his friends because mm. Gabriella won't talk to him, and she's like all dejected mm. and like oh, I can barely do any equations. Yeah, that's right. You know, like that's and they're both mopey as. Shit, and then their mates are like, Oh, look, turns out we were wrong, and you guys are cool, and you can do this stuff if you want. And that's all it is. That's all it really is. The only thing that changes them, they're like, They see these people mopey, and they're still gonna do their respective jobs. Like, she was still gonna go out and do the mathematics. Yeah, she was. was. Yeah, she was. And he was still gonna play in the game. Mm. So, they would, I mean, that was the thing. Like, they weren't even, I mean, he missed a couple of praxis. But he was still the captain and he was still going to be there. Like He never said, I'm quitting basketball. No,
0: he never said that. Why can't he do two things? And that was the other thing that and angered that was, me. That was dumb. It, it actually like he is doing yeah, two things. It angered me. When I was looking at that, I thought, "Why can't he do two things? Yeah. I can do two things. He's doing them. Right anyone now. can do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am doing it right now. I can. Anyone can do two things.
1: But it's also that thing of like, oh, so the only time you can practice in your spare time yeah. is exactly the same time the basketball oh, practice is and, on. And that's
0: the thing. Look, so obviously, <laughs> obviously, this whole thing is is really interesting because you've got competition. After the call-out sheet comes out and then they look and say, oh, you know, we've actually got some competition now. Yeah, a whole two other
1: people to you' your two people. It's four people.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, calm your farm, you know, yeah. literally. But that's just because they're so self-entitled and they only care about themselves.
1: But, like, even you go into the – like, the school's got a theatre. And I'm well, yeah. not talking about, like, a hall where they play basketball. That thing was enormous. It was a performing arts complex. <laughs> Isn't that
0: interesting that you say that about setting? This is another interesting thing about common tropes in high schools and that sort of thing. They always have amazing
1: theatres.
0: Yeah. They always have amazing gyms. They yeah. always seem to have really amazing facilities.
1: Yeah, which is brings me back to next trope. Hey, coach is like, I need you to get your hit in the game because there's going to be a scout, and yeah. then you can get a scholarship. Bitch, you've got money. Yeah. It shows their house. It's huge. You've got a job. You're a teacher. Have you just got a gambling problem you haven't told your family about? You're there talking about how important it is for him to perform well because he might get a basketball scholarship and you should have money to send him to college for days. And the other trope alongside with that got a load of shit. The other trope
0: is here, too, is Man. around the fact that these parents are trying so hard to put so much pressure onto their children just because they haven't been able to achieve things themselves.
1: <gasps> How dare you? Oh, I yeah, know. It's true. It's so true. But it's also like you've got, and everyone in this film is in a privileged position. Of course they are. This ain't some, this isn't Dangerous Minds. Was that the one? with <laughs> yeah, Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer? Pfeiffer. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer.
0: Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah,
1: with Lauren Hill like in the ghetto. Yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah. none of this. This is... This is a very well-to-do, very clean high school. It is a very clean high school. You know, filled with people who are well-off. Yeah, correct. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, I'm not buying the whole, I need you to get a scholarship. It's like, why? Because mm. I've got a mistress in Cancun. Like, there's none of that. No, there's not. No. There's no explanation as to why you want it, because you could just send him. Yeah. I mean, sure, free stuff is good. I suppose so. So then they hatch their big plan and they got all their friends in board, they set off the fire alarms and they can go in and they sing their thing and they get the part. Whoop did he do. Yeah,
0: whoop did he do. Hey. Yeah, but then Then he wins the game. Yes. She
1: wins the mathletics. Mm-hmm. And they get together and have a bit of a jam. Now she's got a lab coat on. I particularly love this. So she runs into the thing. And he's wearing his um basketball he's, he's outfit. He's got his basketball outfit on. Yeah. So she runs in, she's got the lab coat, strips it off, and she's dressed like somebody's mum. <laughs> I thought that was the most hilarious thing because they do this big dance number and he's like in a white tracksuit and she turns around and the lab coat's off. I'm like, here we go. Mm. Nah, she's dressed like somebody's aunt. Just a nice frock and a bit of a top. Costume design is terrible. It is not great. It's not great. And then at the end, so right, they've had this bit of a dance. This is their stage performance. So she's dressed like someone's mom and then they run off and win their respective things. So he wins the game. He gets the last point at the buzzer. Me, winner. She wins the mathlet and they come out and she's dressed in like a skimpy red number. Yeah. Like, Ha-ha! All of a sudden. I'm like, where the hell was that, Nana? Yeah, that's right. And then they come towards the end and they do their thing and everybody's like dancing with each other and they do this big sing and dance and they get so close to smooching, they don't even But kiss. they don't even do it, do they? There's no smooching in this film. It's so weird. And I have it on good authority from mm. someone who's seen all of these. They don't smooch till the third. Why? Why, in God's name, would they not smooch until the third? Like, Like if you want to talk about the most inoffensive, like even his sweat at the end of a basketball game has clearly just been applied with like a spritz bottle. (laughs) Sprayed on. Nobody even smells bad in this. No, they don't. There's no farts. No. Isn't it, ah, there's no
0: jokes like, there's nothing. It really did surprise me that they didn't kiss at the end because I thought, I mean, come on, it's almost like a fairy tale for God's sake.
1: It's exactly like a fairy What are you but, talking It's exactly well, fairy tale Well, it tale-ish. is, but... Like, why not? Why? And the good message part was that, that you can be more than just what you think and, you are in your click, and, and that's, that's what it does, and it does it in a very sweetie kind of lovely kind of they way. They do. And they don't confront and say that one click is better than another, which is nice for a change because a lot of the time it's like jocks versus nerds. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more with you.
0: And that, that's the message I got from the film, like, that's 100%. Like, I like that it's good, but once again, I always go back to the time period. I always really, really 2006. When I think. When Chumbawamba ruled the earth. Oh, Chumbawamba. Wasn't that like 97? I don't know. Yeah. Are you talking tub thumping? Yeah. (laughs) That's like 97. Oh, shit.
1: What was the song in 2006? Um, Nelly Furtado, "Promiscuous."
0: Oh shit!
1: Yeah, that was a little too quick. Yeah. Oh no, it's because 2006. You love the Furtado.
0: I was in uh, my senior year of high school in 2006. Oh, My God. Yes, Such I remember. A pup. I was. That was the year I started going to nightclubs and. <laughs> And, bars and, and it pubs was Nelly and, <laughs> and it was Nelly Furtado's Biscuits It's the first song that I can think and of the Prodigy no that's way too old oh hard, no, right? no 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 definitely not oh, that was like 90s i don't too. know what it was yeah, nah. pepper had already been gone oh gosh was it beyonce destiny's yeah, child yeah b- oh, beyonce destiny's child was popular right. and pink and all them I oh pink you know, oh there we go oh. early pink not a fan of pink. Okay, fuck. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, I absolutely all, all two thousand and six aside. <laughs> exactly, but I mean, I go back to the time period because I think it's that time where I mean, we've done Easy A, and I thought Easy wow. A was a really yeah, that's incredible. That was a really enjoyable film, and I liked Real where that smart. one. Yeah, it was smart, and I like where that was going. And I think it, the two thousand six, it was that time period where things were starting to change, and that's where I like the messages of this now. Because yeah. you know, if you think about some of the teenage films, and I mean, this one is obviously targeted at a very, very young. Yeah, like eight-year-old. I'm talking, yeah, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Even like very juvenile, like year seven kind of thing, like 13, 14-year-olds. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's not really an intended sort of thing around the well, higher teenage years. I mean, obviously, I'm not saying that they're not going to enjoy it but I am saying that the in terms of the target demographic of this would be probably more around the junior high school years. Well,
1: I've actually – and here's the funny thing. I'd never seen this film. I had not. I'd seen a high school production of High School Musical.
0: I was going to actually add to that at the end. I've seen one too. <laughs> I actually saw – yeah, so I had a my uh, one of my good friend's brother – did high school musical yeah. at school. And, and that was the other thing too. Like it surprises me, this film, how it's so popular and so successful. I mean, it did so well on television. It won Emmy Awards. Yeah. Um, the soundtrack ended up being one of the highest selling soundtracks for Disney, which I thought was interesting. Wow. But also the fact that uh, when I saw that musical, it was actually in 2007.
1: So it was a year after it was done. And that's
0: what I thought was marvellous about Was it engineered
1: that. that way? Did they just have all the scripts just sent out to they, high school? They must have. Maybe
0: that was the original intention, um, which surprises me, because in order to get that kind of level of success, it's got to be successful in terms of actually having it at a school-level production. So I was kind of thinking about that after I watched it and I thought this was 2006 because for some reason because I know for a fact I saw that play in 2007 yeah. and then I thought it might have been about 2004 no. and then I looked at it and I'm like, oh my God, it is 2006, so it's so quick. Well, I guess as well,
1: like it's got that thing where you cannot offend anyone with this film. No, you can't. No. You can't.
0: No. Because... At the end of the film, it's all about trying to think,
1: well, just be who you are. I mean, perhaps this is a masterwork because you literally cannot get offended by it. Are you saying a masterwork? What? I'm not saying know if you've used that is right, this, word right. Yeah, but is this, this <laughs> weird, engineered, completely thing? Like, try and find another film that you've got elements where someone can't get pissed off by it. Like, I'm not pissed could you, off. With- could, you could put this in a bus trip. <laughs> and people could be bored, but you could literally have ex convicts, you know, like a choir group but like it, like it crosses so many borders and boundaries. Like it, is this is this the ultimate
0: in neutral bomb? <laughs> but at least it's engaging for its audience. I will give it that. The music. Yeah, some audiences. Some audiences. However. I
1: glazed over pretty fast. The last, the last. Except when they stared at me with their weird, dollish, serial killer eyes. Oh, yeah. Looked directly at me. I'm like, dude, avert your gaze.
0: Yeah, correct. At least. I'm trying to
1: drink my whiskey. Oh, gosh. And the last
0: song. i got to talk about this for a minute. Oh, here we go. We're all in this together. Are we? Well, nah. I don't I don't think so. I mean, Disney's trying to sell this idea that society's fine, be who you are. Even Bring It On was like, hey, the white school's been
1: stealing from the poor school. No, nah, I, I, I
0: find this one interesting because <laughs> you said at the start of today's podcast, you were talking about this whole idea about these blue light discos and, yeah, man. you know, under 18 kind of parties and stuff like that. That song... We're all in this together is like the ultimate quintessential song that you would play at a blue light disco.
1: Yeah, you would. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you'd play all of these because then the girls would dance together and the boys would be like, "Oh got to ask, I'm freaking out.
0: Maybe that should be an experiment for all of our listeners out there. If you're planning your next disco, <laughs> why don't you give it have a go? Got, have
1: you got a 10-year-old party coming up? No.
0: Boy, have we got a soundtrack for you. Oh, no. Wow. I reckon people should give that a go. Next oh, one, play just... that song and and see what happens. It's you a know? weird piece. All right, man. Yeah. Lay it on right. me. You, what did you- Oh, rating-wise. All, what all did right.
1: You, what did you give this team- Shenanigans. All right. So
0: obviously, completely overacted. The in terms of the in terms of the actual construction of it, like it's just appalling. Oh yeah, it's really really appalling. The things that I'm going to give it some credit to. Is definitely the music. <laughs> I am gonna give that a credit. I All think right, it's catchy right. music. I think that in terms of the context of the narrative and when it's coming, I think it works. I think the 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 ideas and what they're trying to communicate about stereotypes and clicks and those sorts of things, I find is quite positive. Yep. It's a good sort of stepping stone with it. Yeah. But and and also the other sort of pity point. This is more of a pity point. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, it's more of a pity point. Is this mm. idea that most of the songs were actually not
1: broken out into song? Yeah, so they had their own points, and yeah. it kind of made sense most of the time when it happened. There was yeah. only those weird sort of in context, moments yeah, like two, yeah, like the yeah. cafeteria one, uh, yeah, hers, a, yes. her solo, yes. Maybe one more. So maybe there's three where there was it's just like there's no reason to be singing right that's, now. That's
0: exactly right. And when I saw that, I thought, oh, you've ruined it now. But at least... <laughs> but at least... At like, nah, that's it. Yeah, I know. You that's it. it. But I'm giving it a pity point for that reason. So, okay. my, yeah, so my rating is two and a half.
1: Holy shit!
0: Mm, I'm giving it two and a half.
1: See, because you give it credit for those messages that it was trying to do, like, I just think it was the most muffled pillow over the head strangling Jack Nicholson just muted way of doing it <laughs> I just think it was like ah, oh, such the most like I'm just gonna suggest that maybe we should be nice to each other mm. okay bye mm. you know like it was just someone correcting your language mm-hmm. um. <laughs> you know like that's all it mm. was mm. Now, I just found like I I got it and the only part that I did like was the stay in your lane, because it was like, no, no, we want you all to stay here because we're safe that way. And I thought that was good. Mm-hmm. But that was five minutes yeah. out of this shit show. Yeah. I yeah, I just oh, I couldn't handle the vanilla, man. Wow. It was over the one. A one. One. Yeah. See, I had a feeling that the I The way was... that they were staring at me from that screen, like I was drinking while I was watching this. Oh, I bet you were. And I actually like, wasn't. I was uh, like, oh! I was trying to <laughs>
0: concentrate so much. Like, I was surprised that I actually gave this a two and a half.
1: Zach Efron's going to be one of these people, and if he hasn't grown into it yet, he'll be able to act a serial killer role incredibly well. Well, didn't he do that? Didn't he play know. Ted Bundy? I don't know. I think he did, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he probably did well. Yeah. He- I actually haven't watched it. I just heard that Zach Efron was meant to play and Ted Bundy. And so could she. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. She
1: could play a good serial killer as well.
0: That is very, very true. Oof. Wow, how about that? One yeah. versus two and a half. Yeah, there you go. Three and a half total from both of us. Oh well, there you go. Horse, Out of- horse
1: school musical.
0: <laughs> All right, what do we got next week? Hit me. Oh, next week it's Dino's choice. Mm. Okay, it's time to strip and literally get your clothes off. Uh, like- <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's pretty much the sound effect. What
0: are, so uh, you, you It's really, not
1: striptease. It's not Elizabeth Berkeley. It is
0: 100% not striptease. <laughs> it's not Demi Moore. Nah, it's um, not
1: Demi Moore. It, how many I, other nudie films are there? Oh, there's some nudie Tell films. Tell me it's not
0: Magic Mike. It's definitely not Magic Mike. All right. All right I have decided right, right. to choose the 1997 film, The Full Monty.
1: Holy shit, Robert Carlyle. Robert Carlyle. Wow.
0: The full Monty. We're gonna have to get our gear off. I reckon we're gonna have to do this one naked. All right. What do you reckon? Yeah. I'm sorry, everyone.
1: <laughs> At
0: least we're in audio. Even yeah, even through the audio, you'll be maybe like, maybe I'm we should do a video. A bit uneasy. Maybe
1: we should do a video podcast. The full Montos. <laughs> <laughs> I and mean, it is about middle-aged guys getting their gear off, so I fit the bill. Oh, well, what would I fit the bill in this one? Actually, we better talk You'd about be that the, next week. the hot, dumb guy. Remember him?
0: Oh, yeah, I do remember him. Yeah, you're the hot, dumb guy. Yeah, that's true. All right, I can be him. All right. All right, that sounds like a plan. All right, let's talk next week then, hot, dumb guy. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Yep, yep. And it's great to be back, and we look forward to your company next week.